stereo mixes. They were just like an afterthought. Yeah, yeah, that's like what that's mixed, what this one's talking about. Yeah, because it was like nobody it has it. Yeah, so that and that's why they would be like, "Oh, pan the drums off to the left." Right? Yeah, because it's like they wouldn't try. They're just like, "Oh, stereo." Yeah, I can't wait for the new one. Dolby Atmos by yeah, Neural, but the next one where it's just like in, injected into oh, your brain. Yeah, the Neural you know Yeah, <laughs> Katy Perry's in my head. <laughs> it's crazy that Elon Musk did a song. I didn't listen to it. Did you ever check it out? No, I'm not listening. To it. I saw it was the SoundCloud link. I was tempted. <laughs> can't do it i'd rather listen to this <laughs> me too dude this but is fucking jock jams no, baby what an album cover what an too. album cover <laughs> it's so good though right wow sounds amazing oh yeah this is like an expertly played fiddle too i don't think i've ever listened to this in headphones really yeah it's cool the song's cooler than i thought I've only heard this at like weddings, <laughs> really, and like in dances <laughs> at like a uh, '90s Atlanta yeah. Hawks games. Yeah, Mookie Blaylock. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy because I'm watching this Ken Burns country music like 15 hours into it, and I'm just like, this song is the perfect country song, and it's by a bunch of Swedish producers. Really? Yeah, we'll get into oh, it. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I don't remember this. Yeah, the B section. What the heck it's is weird, going on? Weird. And the banjo. <laughs> it's so Dude, cool. you know who I want to hear play this song? Who? Primus. Oh, that would be sick. That's, that's why I want. One. That's why I want to hear. Play Dude, especially song. like check out this fucking like JS Bach like Baroque solo coming up right here. <laughs> I think it's it's a keyboard. Really? It's not a banjo. It sounds too clean. I know, I feel like I'm... Do, 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 do. You can't. I'm worshipping the mass of Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> the really weird bells or whatever. Early midi, maybe. Very early midi. It's tough. It's like Swedish people that got their own thing going on. <laughs> we gotta do an all-Swedish season. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> good morning, students of Listen to This Metal. These are the morning announcements. <laughs> Make you think of that South Park. Yeah. Wendy Tessenberger, what have she done to ask you? Uh, the, the winter formal will be in two weeks. So you, if you haven't asked your date, now would be a good time. Roses are available for a limited time in the canteen. Also, please make sure to feed your Tamagotchis. They have feelings, too. Do you ever have one of those? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, today we're talking about Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. It was released on August 12th, 1994, and was a huge, huge international hit off the group's debut album, Sex and Violence. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that's Rednecks with an X, by the way, oh at the end. Oh, my God. Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> it's based on the traditional American folk song, Cotton Eyed Joe. Okay. Okay. Suppose a cotton eye Joe. Okay. Um, it was written by the band and produced by Pat Reynas. The song is popular all over the world, but went two times platinum in Germany for all those fucking weirdos out there. This <laughs> <laughs> um, on this day in history, August 12th, 1994, um, members of the Major League Baseball Players Association voted to go on strike, oh, leading to the cancellation of yeah. the World Series, That's right. which led to a shortened season the next year. Yeah. Which led to the Atlanta Braves winning. That's right. Which did that happen again? Or are they on strike right now? Right now they are. Yeah. I what think it. it ha- I think it did happen again, and then it was short. Yeah, yeah. What? But, are they, what are they striking about? 
They money. just want more money. Yeah, yeah. Money. I, if I were them, I'd strike about the games being so long. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Can't we get this done in half the amount of time? Honestly, seven innings would be perfect. Yeah. I always thought the best thing would be nine separate games. And mm-hmm. each one is an inning. So that way it yeah. always has the stakes. Right. Yeah, you're of, always... Uh, you're always in the last yeah, inning. Yeah, <laughs> you're always... I'm into that. Um, do you remember the first time you heard the song? Definitely elementary school. Yeah, yeah. Probably like elementary school gym class. You know, when everyone's doing gymnastics or something, the balance beam, which doesn't sound like a good song to do the balance <laughs> I, beam to. I like that you were always blasting these jams in gym class. We yeah. Didn't, we didn't do that. We had yeah, no yeah. music. Yeah, Silence. Yeah, we miss Wendell. That's awesome. She's getting... Yeah, she should, blasted. We, should we call her up and interview her? She'd oh, be like, man. who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> do you think she would remember you? No. No. no, no but do no. you think she would remember this song? Yeah, remember probably. This, this is a, this was a Jock Jam song. Definitely Jock sure. Jam song. Yeah. yeah, loved all these. Loved the Jock Jams. Jock era. Jams, nice. Uh, the band Rednecks are somehow surprisingly and predictably at the same time Swedish. Of course, <laughs> they were a group of Swedish producers who recorded the song. After putting the song together, they came up with this country bumpkin motif and named their fake group Rednecks, a play on the word redneck. Right, right. Which obviously. You know, we do have some listeners in in other countries. It's a term for like an uneducated person from the rural South yeah. in America. Um, they found five Swedish performers to portray the band, dressed them in tattered clothes, and gave them the stereotypical hillbilly look with dirty faces and gross yeah, hair. We got to yeah. check on the, the um, music video. In a crazy marketing move, they refused interviews and released a bio to the press explaining that the group was rescued from an uncivilized village called Brunkerflu in the backwoods of Idaho and brought to Sweden where they could express their musical gifts. Their names were Bobby Sue, Billy Ray, Mary Joe, Ken Tacky, and BB Stiff, all inbred. Isn't this crazy? Yeah, I wonder why <laughs> they. I wonder why they chose Idaho. <laughs> I know it's not like the most redneck place. Like you would think they that's would, not like really redneck. You think they'd go West Virginia? Yeah, like, more, like when I think of redneck, I do think of more Appalachia. Definitely, definitely. Which is more, which goes all the way to New York. It by does the way. go it's all the like, way. It's, 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 it's a huge. region. Yeah, it's, it's it, huge. But yeah, I wouldn't think Idaho. But that's exactly what a Swedish person would think. Exactly. Oh, potatoes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the the ploy, like this marketing move, r- really worked though. And the, throughout Europe, rednecks garnered lots of press with all this story. It wasn't until like about six months after the re- the songs were released that the Swedish newspaper broke the story, um, and the story was crafted to hoodwink the press. So it kind of let, let, lets me think: could this even happen again? Now with the, now with things like the internet, mm. can you really hoodwink the general public in terms of a backstory? I think you can. Because you know like those deep fakes are going around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can. And it reminds me of, do you remember? Um, you know what? I'm, I think you absolutely can. Because I think technology's gotten so good, you can't believe what you see. Yeah, it's a good point. I, I don't even believe half of the things yeah, I read. Yeah, so I think, yeah, yeah. for sure. It could, and I also remember um, remember Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Okay, yeah. So that's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a modern artist. And unfortunately, she passed away, but she was pretty modern. And uh, this was like in the two, like the early 2010s, right. maybe late 2000s. But the label, like they were all these old soul records and the label made them look like that and just put it in record stores. And yep. everyone was like, who the fuck is this? We're exactly. just discovering. Exactly. So I guess it's possible. It's possible. Um, it's pretty crazy. Critics were split on the song, which to me probably means it's good. Right? Yeah, so I yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask, like, do you trust any critics' opinion? Do we even care about critics anymore? 
I, I, no. I don't really give a shit anymore. Because now. I'm always curious. Yeah, well, because now you have to deal with everyone's opinion That's because of point. social media. Now, yeah. now I, like, you're like, okay, well, I don't, I don't, I have to hear everyone's opinion. So why do I, am I going to open up the Rolling Stone and listen and read this guy's yeah, opinion? Yeah, yeah, for the red next We're back in the day. You, <laughs> you, you know, you only, you had your cul-de-sac of moms and friends and kids. And then you had the Rolling Stone. Yeah, exactly. Now to it's tell you whether everywhere. something was good or bad. That's crazy. Or Roger Eber, you know. Yeah, exactly. I wish he reviewed music. That would be hilarious. Be That'd be so great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this song like fuses some of these. Like it feels traditional, but obviously feels like a weird dance hit. And this is an interesting time for dance, where the music is not as like low end heavy. Yeah. As like a song like this would be now. Right. right. I, I found it like pretty charming, honestly. Like. Do you think they were just working with the limitations of the time, or do you think they wanted a sound that felt a little bit more stringy, like string bandy? Yeah, than I think, like yeah, deep bass. Yeah, I think they were going for that, and I just think it's also like you got me thinking about like when you were talking about the mono stereo of that record. Yeah. What are the limitations of the playback of what people are listening to? Yeah, and at uh, this time it was like a lot of boom boxes, yeah. which maybe didn't have like yeah. the beefy a lot of cassettes. Low yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like cassettes couldn't handle couldn't handle that. So it's like I wonder if that has something to do with it. I had this one on CD. I think it was Jock Jams too, mm-hmm. which opened with "Y'all ready for this?" And also had "Mo Money, Mo Problems." Oh wow! And "Prodigy, Smack My Bitch Up," which I don't think that one's gonna be in the middle school dance. No, yeah, that's got the all the chaperones. Yeah, when the chaperones, it's like who is chaperoning again? My entire conception of middle school dance comes from movies. It's right. Yeah. I have no idea it, what they're it was, like. It was pretty pretty close to that, minus like the theatrics of like the drama of like the boy chasing the girl. Yeah. But like as far as like the background. Yeah, but cool. like were people really like having babies in the bathroom and like. Uh, pe- that pe- probably people, not. No. <laughs> I mean, sure it happened. But I'm sure it happened. I'm always like, I, when I see American high school movies, I'm like, is that what it's like? Are the jocks always picking on people? And I'm just like, I it can't be true. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so probably some high middle schools are chill. Yeah. Um. So this is a, a huge like line dancing hit. Yeah. Have you ever been line dancing? I've witnessed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I haven't gotten out. Dude, way. you guys should do it. It's so fun. It's Man, so fun. Like, I don't know if I can get out there and get them moves on. <laughs> yeah, you can do. It's I don't like know. think about all the people that go line yeah, dancing. I know. <laughs> There's a great place in the ATL. Um, they did not sponsor this episode, but the 57th oh, okay. fighter group, which yeah, is like that's by the, the bear, that airport. Yeah, it's by yeah. the airport, the little airport. And yeah. they do line dancing. I can't remember when, but it was really fun. In your tour days, did you ever hit Coyote Joe's in Charlotte? No, 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 no. It's like a good line dancing spot. My, my older brother, who's from New York, came down because I want to go to something like really Southern. And my little brothers <laughs> happen to know about Coyote Joe's. Um, and it's out there. And we pull up. It is like, it's like a, it's like the Mercedes Benz. Oh yeah, these it's p- huge. People go nuts for line huge. dancing. Yeah, it's really popular. Massive <laughs> building. And I was like, oh my god, it was like um like I, like a utopia of like line dancing. It was massive. I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Line dancing is super popular, and I miss it. Honestly, I feel like communal dancing is something we've sort of lost. Yeah. Uh, like now, now you dance. Like you do like the little TikTok moves yeah, and like that's yeah, cool, but that's not like dancing with like a hundred people right. like at your like local right. thing. Right. Um, right. Damn. More importantly for me, Cotton Eye Joe's a big Nick Miller favorite from New Girl. Uh, Have you ever seen that show? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, 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 that reminds me of college because my roommate was really, really into New Girl. Yeah. Really into <laughs> Yeah. It. He's always playing this song and like jamming his fist, yeah. which I get it. It's a fist jammer. It is. You think if this song came out today, it would be popular? 
Yeah. I kind of do too. Because it'd be it, a TikTok. I think it would be more popular. Yeah, probably. Weirdly. Some, yeah, some girl needs to like do some stupid dance to it yeah. and, and make a ton of money. <laughs> that's a great idea. We got we to gotta film it right now. Yeah, we're going to make Can a video. Can some 30-year-old dudes do TikTok <laughs> success? We're going to end up no. on some list. We need... <laughs> <laughs> Best YouTube comment goes to GoPro Zach, who writes, quote, we'll be playing this at my wedding and funeral. Oh, <laughs> Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Please rate and review. Give us those five stars. Give us those reviews that are like, oh, my God, they're geniuses. That joke about Jared from the other episode was fucking hilarious. Subway puts yoga shit in their mats. Also, the appropriation of hillbilly culture is unacceptable. But it is actually the most accepted one, maybe. I don't know. Just rate us. Listen to this. Listen to this. Podcasts. <laughs>